Podcast One. Welcome to Media Landscapes, the podcast from Group M Australia. I'm Rosie Baker, Group Communications Director, and I'm in the Podcast One Australia studio with our Head of Trading Intelligence, Lisa Newland, who's part of our Trading, Investment and Strategic Partnerships team, and our CEO, Mark Lolbach. This podcast series is based on Media Landscapes, a collection of essays written by Group M's Global President of Business Intelligence, Brian Weiser, to dig deeper into where ad spend is going in 2020, to look at the unique challenges advertisers face, and explore the current and future status of some of the world's largest media companies. There's a lot of information in there, so what we're doing with this podcast series is pulling out some of the highlights to bring you a bite-sized overview and local analysis of the biggest trends affecting marketers and the media. In this episode, we're looking at Brian's essay, The Continuing Relevance of Media Agencies. So we'll be covering data, marketing technology, attribution, and in-housing, and the impact they all have for marketers. So Mark, there's always a lot of headlines happy to proclaim that agencies are no longer relevant. But how do you view that overall? Um, great question, Rosie. Like, let me be really clear here. Um, something I'm very passionate about. Media agencies are not going anywhere. They have a really clear key role to play today, and they will continue to do so. I think the topics you introduced around data, tech, attribution, etc., we will come back and focus on. By the end of the day, media agencies have a very significant role to play in trying to take what is a super fragmented, very complicated marketing tool and simplify it and bring data, ROI, creativity. And and let's not forget, we also have to implement. Um, It's very nice to say all this and let's in-house and do all that stuff. There's a massive um, part of um, implementation. There's one other reason why I think agencies will always continue is there very specific skills that need some form of scale. And you can't get that scale if you just expect to do that with one or two people in an organization. I mean, the reason there are four or five large holding groups around the world and the reason there are large companies like Group M with four or five agencies is we want to be a magnet to attract that talent. We need to invest in that talent. We have to train that talent. And we also need technology platforms to be able to execute and do all of the attribution, all the stuff that we can talk about. So no, media agencies aren't going anywhere. I do think we have to be careful we don't get lazy and we do take the time to reflect and reinvent ourselves on a very continuous cycle. And so I think one of the things that comes up a lot and you touched on a little bit is that one of the biggest challenges for advertisers is their budget allocation and their attribution of how they know their marketing is working. That is obviously where media agencies play a strongest role. But when we're talking about attribution, why is that important to marketers and what is the expertise that we have in that space? So, yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, all of this, I think, is a combination is marketing has always been craft and science, okay? I think we're spending a lot of time on the science and we're actually forgetting a little bit about the craft, but I'll come back to that. If you look at the science side, there is more and more pressure being put on the marketing teams and organizations and CMOs by the CEOs and CFOs and analysts and people to say, please prove this. Prove that you're not wasting money. You're a very big line on my PL, normally one of the largest lines on my PL, and I'm not sure it's working. And in this very fragmented, confused world, please help me feel comfortable that the millions of dollars or tens of million dollars that we're investing behind this campaign, I can attribute back to a real result. 
And I guess that's with the whole attribution modeling and return on investment and all the things that we're being asked to do is to really dial up the science. It's fine. We're going to be careful that by dialing up that science, we actually don't become so short-term and so focused on the science. We actually forget that creativity, being brave, doing differentiated things is actually what excites consumers and normally delivers bigger and better results than just being able to go down a funnel that says, yes, I can attribute every cent I sent, and this did this, and this contributed that, and this contributed that, and it's very linear, and it's okay, I can feel good about myself. Um, so don't get me wrong, I'm a very big fan of the science side of it. And actually at Group M, we have invested significantly into this space. We've actually just created a Group M center of excellence around analytics, had it up by Dr. Juan Franco. And in Dr. Juan Franco's team, there's actually what we've been fascinated by is when we have pulled this team together is just the quality and depth of people we have from statisticians to econometricians, data scientists, engineers, and even actually an astrophysicist. We now have over 25 people in this virtual team that is focused on analytics and all elements of attribution and pulling apart the marketing mix modeling to be able to bring more science to the table. Podcasts, just like the one you're listening to, are becoming the go-to medium as a trusted environment. More and more, people are choosing to listen to original podcasts where they can be entertained, informed or educated. Podcast One Australia focus on creating premium original podcasts with some of Australia's biggest household names, allowing brands to deliver their message in a trusted environment that makes a difference. 63% of listeners that have heard a brand message within Podcast One Australia podcast have taken action. So to have your brand message have greater impact or create a new trusted environment for your own communication, get in touch with the team at Podcast One Australia by emailing sales at podcastone.com.au. Marketing technology is another area that Brian Weiser talks about in this final essay, and it's becoming a much larger part of what marketers and media agencies are involved in. Lisa, you're doing a lot of work in this space with our Chief Technology and Transformation Officer, Cameron King, and with our agency teams. Can you talk to me a little bit about what the trends you're seeing here in Australia are? Yeah, advertisers have a varying relationship with data and marketing technology. Almost all of our clients have a different need. So media agencies can provide a layer of capability, experience, connection across the marketing and data streams. And at Group M, we try to remain tech agnostic and take a different approach so that we respond to whatever it is that our clients need. It's difficult to build, integrate, maintain the technology required across departments. So the challenges arise connecting functions across tech stacks and as different stacks are switched on and off, um, particularly when you add ad tech into this mix. So by the nature, large agencies have visibility across multiple areas of the supply chain and they can help clients navigate through this technology. Agency expertise has always been in audiences and segmentation and it remains true today with a plethora of information available in DMP. The focus is on automation, speed, accuracy and collaboration and all of these are ultimately about driving the best solution for our clients. I mean, it's a massive space, Lisa, just hearing you describe just some of those things. But how do we make sure that our teams are continuously educating themselves and keeping on top of the latest technology so that we can deliver those latest solutions for our clients? Yeah, at Group M, we've made a massive commitment to this and we're really passionate about the ad tech and martech space. So we're one of the only holding groups to complete the Adobe Ambassador Program and this will mean we've got over 20 certified experts across all elements of their stack. In addition, we have partnership programs with Salesforce and the Google Marketing Platform. 
So what this will mean is that we'll have qualified people working side by side with our clients that can leverage the best out of their tech stack and really drive their business forward. So in-housing is also a topic that catches the headlines and often in quite a negative fashion. But what are we talking about when we say in-housing and does it spell the end of agencies as we know them? Uh, no, it certainly does not spell the end of agencies as we know them. Oh, look, it's, a, um, it's an interesting concept and there are some examples in the US in particular in very large organisations where they have felt because of the type of business they are and the scale of investment they're making, they could be more agile and more data-led in a, a faster way by having the proximity of the media team being very close to the marketing team and to where the data sources are. But I'll give you an example. So Sprint in the US has successfully in-housed their media team or hired their media team. But to put it in perspective, they have 200 people in that team, you know, which is the size of a decent agency or one of our brands in Australia. So I think in-housing will be one of those concepts that gets talked about. It's going to be sexy, but I'm not sure it's the solution for everybody. I think what we'll see as a result of the discussion and as we see our industry be disrupted is just the amplification of multiple models. We'll end up having team models like we already do with some of our clients now where we have creative and media agencies co-located sitting together. I think we will have client teams where there'll be some teams that actually will be embedded in the client's office and they'll be sitting there and they'll have access to all of our tech and they will be working side by side, optimizing um, every hour with their teams. And we'll have other clients that will just be going, my business is already complicated enough. Can you guys just keep doing what you're doing? Because I'm, I'm, the reason I'm coming to you is I want that level of expertise. So look, I think it's exciting. I, I think we shouldn't be scared about it. I think every client's going to want a different solution. Every client is going to have different tech stacks, different needs, and different business imperatives. Our job is to be able to say, we're not going to be rigid. We're going to be super flexible. We're going to make sure we're on top of the tech. We're going to make sure we've got the best people. We're going to invest in all the other levers around creativity, et cetera, to bring the most value we can to our clients to help them drive their business. Yeah, I think there's a lot of different models. And so the focus really is about fluidity between sites and teams and data control and the speed to market collaboration. That's why you're doing it. So there's all different combinations and it's really about what are the right people and how do you mentor that talent and take the willingness to focus on strong teams, transparency and constant optimization. That's what you want out of it. So it doesn't really matter where those people sit or how they sit as long as it works for whatever it is you're trying to achieve. And I think that's a perfect thought to wrap up this podcast series, Media Landscapes from Group M Australia. If that whet your appetite, you can find the full essay with much more detail on our website, groupm.com news, or by searching Group M Media Landscapes. This podcast was recorded and produced by Podcast One Australia, presented by me, Rosie Baker, Mark Lollback, and Lisa Newland. If you have any questions on what we've discussed in this podcast, or if you've missed any episodes, you can email me on rosie.baker at groupm.com. <laughs>